Welcome to season two of the WellFit Lab podcast, a weekly conversation about all things mental health and personal wellness to prevent stress and overcome burnout to live life with intention with your host, burnout coach Shia Thousand. I'm so excited for this season. I'm so excited that you guys are tuning in and just can't wait to jump right into it. So we are covering the eight dimension of wellness and grab a cup of tea and a notebook. Join me in the lab as we get into today's first episode. See you inside. Happy Mindset Monday, good people. So as you heard, it's season two. Welcome to the first episode of season two of the WellFit Lab podcast. I'm so excited. It is your girl, Shia Thousand here, your resident burnout coach. And I'm really excited because we are going to be digging into the eight dimensions of wellness. And this is my first solo podcast, and we made it to season two. Oh my gosh. So many don't know what the eight dimensions of wellness are. So I really wanted to take the time today to one, give you guys a working definition of what wellness is, and then also touch each of the buckets and actually define the eight dimensions so that as we're talking about it each week this season, you know what to look forward to and you're going to learn the tips to practically apply the information given to your life in these eight areas. And it's not going to be bubble baths and just therapy. Those are some things that you can do to support your wellness, but they only support maybe one area of your wellness. So let's just jump into it. The working definition of wellness, and this is per dictionary.com. It is the quality or state of being in mind and body, especially as the result of deliberate effort. I like to call that intentionality. So in sharing wellness um, tips with this podcast, it's all about living a more intentional life and living your best life through intentionality. So the second part to this definition is an approach to healthcare that emphasizes preventing illness and prolonging life as opposed to emphasizing treating diseases. Do you guys hear that? Prolonging life, emphasizing preventing illness, as opposed to emphasizing treating diseases. And I live in Florida and I live in the United States of America, where we actually perpetuate treating diseases versus helping you be holistically well um, through different areas of wellness and not just medication. I just want to throw that out there, which is why I think shows like this podcast are so important because there are many things that we could do to sustain our own personal wellness and live better and more intentional lives that have nothing to do with medication, but more have to do with a state of mind, would have to do with moving our bodies, what we put into our bodies, how we handle our finances, everything. So let's get into the first dimension of wellness, and that is going to be emotional wellness. And that is defined as being able to cope effectively with stress, 
confident in your own abilities, understanding your limitations, taking responsibility for your actions, and engaging slash connecting and satisfying relationships. And I've said this in the past, if you know me, I'm big on self-awareness. And this bucket of the eight dimensions being emotional wellness, it does take a level of self-awareness and self-reflection. And I would like to say even the smallest level could be beneficial to your life because as you do it daily and you make it a practice, it becomes a habit. And then that habit becomes a part of your lifestyle, which then becomes sustainable. So I think it's really important to kind of just say that and put that there because it's like a muscle. When you work it, it gets stronger. And the more you become self-aware, it can lead to so many other great things. We're going to dig into that this season as well. But just wanted to throw that in there as a part of the emotional wellness. So then the next one is going to be spiritual. And so as you guys know, I am a Christian. I speak about my faith a lot on Instagram, a lot in just regular conversation because it is important to me. But spiritual wellness, I definitely believe to be one of the three buckets that I um, speak about often and I call it your SPC, where I tell people that you need to fill your spiritual, your physical and your creative buckets to create balance within your life. So what does spiritual wellness look like according to the eight dimensions of wellness? And that is exploring the principles that consistently align with your values, your beliefs, and your life's meaning and purpose. And if you tuned in for season one, we started the season with value alignment. And I start every program that I teach as a burnout coach with value alignment. Because a lot of the things that stress us, a lot of the areas where we are misaligned in our lives, it really stems from our values. And a lot of us have not defined what our values are. And since we have not defined what our values are, it shows up in our life in many different ways. Um, It's a quality of relationships or lack thereof or our relationship to money or our relationship to body movement and exercise, or even what we spend our time doing, our habits, right? So are you spending all day watching TV or are you reading? And nothing to say like, it's not completely terrible if you spend time watching TV, but is that all you're doing, right? So just putting that out there, I am very big on value alignment and I am very big on the spiritual wellness bucket if you did not know that already. So going into the next one, it's going to be intellectual, expanding your knowledge base and skills through ongoing personal development, seeking out opportunities to stretch your mind and stimulate your creativity and critical thinking skills. And this is something I truly believe is missing in our culture right now is that intellectual wellness, that flexing of that muscle where you are actually building your critical thinking skills. You're not waiting for someone to tell you what the next step is. You're not waiting for someone to give you permission per se. Critical thinking skills really helps you Think out the entire situation and find a resolution. It's that one to 10 and not just stopping at two, waiting for someone to give you three. It's really digging deeper into an issue 
and not just bringing a problem to maybe a boss or a friend, but really thinking it all the way through and kind of saying, you know what, let me think about this and what some solutions and avenues could be to navigate this situation in my life or this um, maybe like you're driving, right? And you don't necessarily have all the directions, but before you go, you kind of map out different routes. That's what my idea of critical thinking is. It's thinking beyond what is just presented and really opening your mind up to the possibilities. And I think that's important and it's really lacking in culture right now. We depend on so much on our phones and technology that we have stopped thinking things all the way through. And that's scary sometimes. So just putting that out there. Next one is going to be physical. Caring for your body through healthy, proactive habits around eating well, exercising um, activities, and sleep. Like, we don't spend enough time resting and then feel guilty when we do rest. And that's really something we got to really work out. And we're going to be talking about that this season as well because rest is required for productivity. Rest is required for getting anything done. We cannot keep saying, I'll rest when I'm dead. No, you're dead when you're dead. You're not resting when you're dead. And whenever people say that, I ask them to elaborate. I need to understand because a lot of the time we're spending all this time working and doing all these things and we're missing out on the important things in life, like time and experiences with our families. And we spend so much time working for other people and helping them build their dreams and they can choose tomorrow that you don't work there anymore and you would have really like your health would have suffered as a result of you pouring so much into the organization and nothing into yourself you cannot pour from an empty vessel and that's in everything that's in your work that's in your personal life that is literally in everything so it's really important that you care for your physical wellness to be able to sustain, to elevate, to really just maintain a healthy life. And rest is a part of that. So if you needed to hear it, you are now hearing it. You have permission to rest guilt-free. All right? Okay, moving on to the next one, which is environmental. A healthy relationship with your personal surroundings and Earth's resources. I've shared this um, previously in last season about just spending time in nature. There are so many times that we're just rushing and moving about and we do not take the time to look at the beauty of all that God has created around us. Nature is beautiful. Being outside in nature is beautiful. Taking deep breaths out there is good for your lungs. It is good for your diaphragm. It is good for your mental health and well-being. So we need to like skip a beat, take a moment, and just sit outside and reflect and look around you and spend time in nature. We're going to dig into that this season as well, but I just like to put that out there. These are some things you can be doing. And these eight dimensions, so far, nothing's been like crazy, right? So no reason why we can't practically apply these things to our lives or even start making intentional decisions to fill those buckets to have a more holistic wellness perspective and care for your well-being in totality. 
All right, next one. Okay, so this one may make some folks uncomfortable, but it's financial wellness and being satisfied with your current financial status and the steps you are actively taking for your future. So I know a lot of us didn't grow up talking about finances in our home. We had to learn these things by trial and error. And that doesn't mean that we can't be successful at it. There are so many great people out here sharing gems online, on these internet streets, on Instagram for free about how to get your credit in order, how to start a savings plan, how to start a budget. Let's just start foundational. How much money is coming into your home and how much money is going out of your home? And what is that money going out to? So we're going to dig into that this season. And man, when I tell you we got some gems we're going to be dropping this season and the guests that we have talking about each of these buckets are going to be like, wow, okay, you can see yourself doing it. It's relatable and it's accessible. We don't, I don't want to create a show where we're talking so high level that you can't apply these things to your life. No, you are going to be able to apply everything that we are talking about in each of these areas of wellness to your life and build healthy habits around them and healthy relationships around them, including a healthy relationship with money. All right, next one. It's going to be occupational wellness, being able to find your work satisfying and interesting and meaningful. And this is huge because I think a lot of times when we're searching for the right job, you're really looking for a sense of fulfillment. And sometimes that can come from the workplace and sometimes it can't. But if your values are aligned, you can kind of scope that out quite earlier on than um, a lot of the time we give ourselves credit for. We kind of feel like we have to do the trial and error, but it's because we're not asking the right questions. And occupational wellness is a very real thing. That's how we're able to identify toxic work environments. That's how we are able to recognize when we have like a good boss that supports you, that recognizes you, that also wants you to win. Those are the things that kind of take place when you start being mindful and intentional about your occupational wellness. All right, so next one, social. Encouraging relationships and connections that contribute to your community, having a sense of belonging and a curated support system. I say this all the time, but especially in the midst of this pandemic that seems like it's never ending, you need a support system. Social support is so real. A good group of people in your corner is like game changing, especially when we had to be in quarantine and you couldn't hang out and go out to restaurants and meet up with people and things of that nature. Having a core group of people that you still was like your quarantine crew and could engage with, have game nights with, watch TV with, have regular FaceTime conversations with. That was some of the stuff that was very um, insightful and self-sustaining because you're like having these conversations and even though you can't see people, you can have the very deep conversation with people through FaceTime and that became our outlet. But then also if you had a quarantine crew, those were the people you got your hugs from, right? So you were able to build that physical connection during that time as well. So social support is so necessary to your overall well-being. And I think a lot of the time, as I shared earlier, 
We spend so much time being taught to be ambitious and go after your career and money that your family and your friends sometimes go on a back burner and that those relationships suffer, but you need it. It's just as important as occupational wellness. It's just as important as your physical wellness and your spiritual wellness that you need these things. They are all the things that help you be holistically well and have a good sense of well-being. So I just kind of wanted to go over those with you guys to give you an idea of what we're going to be talking about this season. And I think it's really important that you be mindful. You only have one life to live and you are not stuck. You can change that which no longer serves or grows you whenever you want. And it's usually within these areas that you recognize that you're either growing, elevating, evolving, and maybe your social support circle changes, maybe your job changes, maybe your physical routines change. This all happens and it comes about as a result of your mindset first and then the application of the newly learned information, the unlearning of things that were no longer productive or healthy, and they help you. Um, to just be a better person overall and just be your best self. You don't need to be better for anyone else. You need to be better for you. And then as you become better, you become better to the people around you as well. So it's just a process and we got to give ourselves grace throughout the times as you're elevating and growing and learning and unlearning and Not just do you need grace for yourself, but you need grace for others. They may be taking a little bit longer to recognize the change in you, and that's okay. But give yourself grace. You give them grace, and then you recognize if you need to reposition people in your life, and that's okay too. I think it's really important that we be comfortable with change. I am not always comfortable with change. I can say that wholeheartedly. It takes me a little while to come around sometimes, but then there are other times where I just catch on really quickly. So it depends on the different areas of my life. And that's something that I'm actually working on and working through um, with my therapist and just my level of self-awareness, recognizing when I'm stuck and then asking myself, why am I stuck right now? And what is this really pertaining to? Is it pertaining to this current situation or something in my past? So I think asking the right questions helps bring that about. But there is a level of self-awareness and honesty Um, with oneself that you have to be willing to just have the courage to really have that honest conversation with yourself about it. So hopefully this was helpful to you guys. I really just kind of wanted to break that down and tune in, man. This season is going to be lit and you're not going to want to miss not one episode because these eight dimensions and how you practically apply them to your life to live a more intentional life is really gonna, I think, help you in 2022 level up. We're getting into fourth quarter right now, and we're gonna be dropping gems all fourth quarter that are gonna help you level up in your life across the board. And I think a lot of the conversations we're gonna have, some of us are not used to having, and it may not be comfortable, and you might have to listen to an episode more than once, take some notes down, revisit the notes, But it's going to be good. It's going to be really good for your overall well-being and the person that you see yourself becoming and the letting go of the things that no longer serve you. So I invite you to join me on this journey of season two as we touch on all these topics and just become better individuals 
and live more intentional lives as a result of everything we learn this season. It's your girl, Shia Thousand. Until next time in the lab, bye guys.